I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I just put in the song where it goes, oh, yes, indeed, it's fun time. Fun time. Oh, yes, indeed, it's fun time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the football ramble. It is fun time, and it's <laughs> happening right now. And the ramblers are with me. Everybody, all right? Yeah, good. Hang yeah. on, I haven't introduced you. Oh yeah, uh, that was. Don't a trap. ask us questions then. <laughs> Who are you? Entrapment. Who are you? I'll well, answer no that knows. question. Do your job. It's ja- <laughs> Don't talk over the anchor man. James or Jim is here. Hi. Uh, Peter's here. Hello. And Lukey's here. All right. Uh, let's start off with a lovely, happy question. What was your first football heartache moment, gentlemen? Oh, hmm. Marcus. Yes. You brought me You're down. Not so basic. Like on it. When, when, my, <laughs> yeah, when my right foot. Hit a ball for the first time, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do what my brain tells me. And I'm to not do. even going to go back to my left foot. It's too painful. No. I would say my my really mine is probably uh, World Cup ninety penalty shootout England Germany or Darren Anderson leaving Portsmouth because I was sort of too young to understand that it's best for everyone that he moves on. <laughs> <laughs> History willed you out. Yeah. He saw that. Uh, by the way, ever since then, as a Portsmouth fan, it has been mostly disappointment. But for the last couple of years. Yeah, OK. Um, uh, James? Uh, for me, I'm going to have to say it was Arsenal against Real Zaragoza in oh, yeah. the Cup Winners' Cup when Naeem scored from about <laughs> on the a million line. yards out. Oh, just absolutely gutting. It was so... Because the, the ridiculous nature of it, it was so kind of clowning, uh, clownish. It was like, yeah. we're just, it, it immediately felt like a laughing stop. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I laughed quite a lot. I just couldn't understand what Seaman was looking at, <laughs> to be honest. Did he confuse it with the moon or something? <laughs> what was, was he hoping for? It was very similar to when Peter Shilton let that free kick in and when it came off Paul Parker in the semi-final of the World Cup. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, no, but he should have done, well, done better. He should have done better. Yeah, but there was a deflection there. True. No, true. But he still should have done better. Right, I mean, a, a friend of mine was actually at the game and he didn't find out until really? he was on the coach home that it was Naeem as well, which was an oh, right. extra little kick in the balls. Was he not yeah. watching the game? Um, well, he, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't realise he scored. Well, it could be Jermaine Pennant next season. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Peter. Lobbing semen around. Hey, someone a, had to do it. A, <laughs> well, um, and it's Jermaine, by the way. Have one of them. The thing that depressed me the most was probably, it was World Cup 94, and it was uh, Diana Ross missing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... No, that was it, a woeful miss. No, it was uh, Roberto Baggio hitting the... Oh, that yeah. was didn't gutting, hit the wasn't it? Yeah. Put it over. Oh, I thought you were going to say Switzerland getting eliminated by Spain. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a painful moment for all of us. <laughs> yeah. I thank you not to drag it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Mark um, Hottiger. Well, I think World Cup 90, uh, Gascoigne and Crime would be an obvious one. But yeah. um, another one of my football favourites uh, was when Rangers made it to the semi-final of the European Cup, as it was then. And it was when the semi-finals had eight teams in them mm. because you had two groups of four and the winners would then go to the final. And Rangers were so close and Marseille, and then it later turned out that they bribed uh, oh, yeah. CSK in Moscow. Um, but it was gutting to see Rangers just fell, and Ali McCoist was crying. Yeah. Oh. And you don't want to see that. Well, Euro 96 was especially gutting as yeah. well. We could have won that. I was a bit older, and I, I could, I could probably understand. I, could probably, I don't know if I agree with that, but I was, I was old enough to appreciate a disappointment more than in World Cup mm. 90, I think. I remember before Euro 2004, I, there was sort of like a roundup of Euro 96, and I watched it with a friend of mine, and it, it was really exciting and really got you into sort of the feel that, like, yeah, there's a major tournament coming. But then seeing Southgate miss the penalty, even though we, we both knew what was coming, it was just gutting all over yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. You thought to yourself, hang on a minute, there's going to be another match played at Wembley in this tournament and we're not going to be involved no, yeah, yeah. that was shocking wasn't it the the worst, England, the, England's, yeah. every England match was at Wembley it was a bit kind of the mm. worst thing about that game is can you remember when um, I think it might have happened in World Cup 90 as well when Gaza slid on the far post and he was like a whisker yeah, away. Yeah, it never, never happens in 90. Waddle hit the no, post was... in 90 okay. in the extra time well, but... either that or Gaza's, done, Gaza's definitely done that twice for England though 
Uh, he was it's just millimetres away, <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> dear, oh, dear. But anyway, let's, um, let's move on to proceedings. Another group of people who are gutted about footballing matters are the LA Galaxy fans. The Riot Squad! Woo-woo! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, booing D-Beck. Boom. Some weird banners going on in that one. Yeah, yeah, one of yeah. them was like, is evil something you do or something you are? All right. And, uh, <laughs> and number 23, all? repent. Yeah. <laughs> and it, one of them just said, go home fraud. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that can be sort of ruled out for any situation. Yeah. Standing <laughs> with Bernie Madoff two weeks beforehand. We do not stand for fraud yeah, here yeah. in America. Yeah, no, I, but I think that one's a fair banner. I think, you know, if you are a fraud, then go home. <laughs> Actually, no, don't go home because you can internet fraud. Yeah, mm, so true. stay out, can, yeah. perhaps. Beckham, Beckham was, wasn't happy. He, when, he had, when he put that corner in, which led to a goal, he gave it the big un, yeah. And then he went down and gave it the big un after the game. Well, he said he was going to shake the, the bloke's hand. And it didn't look like that well. from the video, did yeah. it? No, it didn't look like that. Let all. himself and, down. Though. And all the and everybody who witnessed it said it certainly wasn't the case as well. He went up the crowd and with with some sort of provocation, so to speak. Mm. Because at the end of the day, he's David Beckham, and the crowd are LA Galaxy fans. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's probably got more right and more weight in the footballing world than they than any fan of LA Galaxy, presumably. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know. But well, most, most of their fans like Arnold Schwarzenegger and people like that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it seems weird that they even have. Yeah, he was what he was calling ill. <laughs> yeah, Ill, I think that as well. I, I, I mean, I do understand their point of view, and, mm. I and, and it's by no means the worst treatment Beckham's ever had. But I think he probably just doesn't expect it there. Yeah, <laughs> so it made it a bit. Yeah, more I, probably I had think, enough of getting that sort of crap off people. No, yeah. I think I think Beckham's finally sort of realised this is rubbish. Here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and don't you start? And yeah, all yeah, people. exactly. And and especially is he's playing against the team that he's dying to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Leonardo sort of saying, "Yeah, we'll definitely have him back and back." He's like, "Yeah, let me go." But it is his own fault. <laughs> it is absolutely his own fault. He should have waited. I, no, or I his wife's. No, it's, <laughs> it's his wife and Steve McLaren's fault, and we'll leave yeah. it at that. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're happy with that. Yeah. Um, another man who's slightly ticked off at the minute is Michael Owen. By the looks of things, he's come out and sort of defending himself in the press, saying that. You know, uh, I, I wasn't that bad at Newcastle. I'm not that injury prone. Um, I can about, fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't he just gone mad? That's <laughs> what Newcastle very... did to you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bloke over there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's unlike Owen to come out and say all this kind yeah. of stuff. It's true, yeah, he's a very conservative man. The little lad's yeah. grown up. <laughs> got, <laughs> got a voice in his head now. But he scored. He's already on the sheet for United. Twice, isn't he? I do Against think I'll do think... 11. He I only does it when he's on top. Yeah, but he has got a point, though, Pete. He has got a point. It is, it, and I don't know who he's railing against specifically, but it's probably the press. But he is right. It seems to be very one-dimensional, the press in this country, when it comes to football. If you're banging mm. goals in and you're doing well, it's never no questions asked. Look at the whole Gascoigne thing. He was doing well. He was always a great footballer, so no one ever pulled him up until very late on in his career. That's right. Sort of the stuff he was doing. So mm, Michael Owen has got a point. Um, I'm tired of hearing about him. But we'll see how he... I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on at United, you know? Well, yeah, as I say, he's um, scored in the uh, in, in recent friendlies. He scored a winner, didn't he? he Off did, the bench, I believe. He did, yeah, he mm. saved the blushes. Um, That's some strike. That oh, he came on the pitch. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have counted. No, exactly. Um, but uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's had his first game for Real Madrid. They beat Shamrock Rovers one 0 Did you see that game? Uh, I saw that was of that it. was gutting as well. He, he, got, he got a bit of a torrid time as well as he tends to do. From other mm. supporters who aren't his own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weird. You th figure that people would have come to actually see him, but uh, it's quite a surreal not. thing, isn't it? Because because like, Raúl and Guti and all those sort of guys played, didn't they? Well, Raúl yeah. was on the bench. He came on though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Benzema looked. Uh, he looked up for it. He scored the winner, didn't he? Sharp, isn't he? he you looked... said he scored a good goal, Joe. It was a good goal. It was really well taken. Mm. To be fair, I and... saw a couple of Ronaldo free kicks. I didn't see much of the game though. Yeah, the yeah, no. free kicks weren't anything to write home about. Real Madrid are just so ridiculous. I, mean, yeah. I was watching the game with my flatmate, and she pointed out that they sound like a fucking Jackie Collins novel. Yeah, yeah. Raul, Gonzalo, yeah. Marcelo, Wayne. Yeah. Sergio. I know he doesn't play for Real, but you should sort of reason to me. Look, you said Danny Guiza is the most Spanish man. Of oh, he absolutely he is. is. He's the most Spanish man to ever live. Why is that? Well, he just, look at his head. <laughs> he looks like he looks like that. His arms are chorizo. <laughs> bizarre. This is good, oh, yeah. I love a bit of chorizo, yeah. me, Pete. I do. Guizos oh, arms, I, I call them. Lovely little yeah. bit of chorizo. <laughs> I like a chorizo as well, for the record, while we're on the subject. <laughs> but Guizos is... Guizos, let I me mean, say it. <laughs> That's what you need to know. That's all the evidence you need. Yeah, it's very true. Um, another Spanish side in another friendly. Uh, seamless. Villarreal beat... Nevada 27-0. That's insane. And it's pointless, James. It, yeah. Why not when you get to 
19-0, somebody go, right. Nil-nil, lads, come on! <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> no, but why not, why not just kind of think, right, we're going to score an overhead kick now. <laughs> you know, what, yeah. like, what, what's the point in going up there? Put the keeper up front. It's fun. Should have done next goal wins. Who was in a friendly wing? recently who put a keeper on the pitch? It was Blackburn. Blackburn really? put their sub keeper on the pitch in a friendly. Why? And Man I don't City, know. Man City put David James on the pitch in a Premier League match. Yeah, it? that's right. But I mean, this guy, I can't remember what his name is now. He's their reserve keeper and he went out, they put him out on, like, on the wing. Tim Flowers? On the wing? Yeah, a couple of good touches. <laughs> like, as well. not up front, not up front where he added a goal in or something. No, no, <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the wing. Yeah. Good. That was quite strange. But I mean, yeah, the, the Villarreal result. I mean, the is ma- it, it's got res- in a way, you've got to respect their professionalism. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, I think, you know, it's fun to play <laughs> football, isn't it? That's why yeah, they're It said Pires scored two goals in that game. Now, he's a forward-thinking player. Yeah. He should at least... He's getting on a bit, though. <laughs> he's too busy diving around. Yeah. Yeah. That isn't that noteworthy in a game where Villarreal have won 27-0. <laughs> someone, someone got seven. I can't remember who. Oh, why didn't they get a third hat-trick? Exactly. Yeah. off that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a shame. What's the most goals you scored in the game? Me? Yeah. 50 me yeah, 51 <laughs> no, you've, in an well, 11 aside we're in a competitive 11 aside yeah. 4 that's good it's not bad yeah it's alright yeah. yeah but it's not exactly no uh, it's alright yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not competitive yeah, yeah, don't worry <laughs> you meant to you, twice as many as Perez <laughs> referees are meant to add um, 30 seconds to the game for every goal scored are they so that's, that's what like 14 minutes it's a never ending game time. <laughs> that, yeah. that game finished yesterday <laughs> um, but uh, your beloved Newcastle were in a, a couple of friendlies they had a massive ruck against Huddersfield not so friendly well, well Chris Hewton's not he's not bothered uh, caretaker to caretaker boss he said well it shows the players clear Mm. Care I mean, about I mean, beating people which up. Which translates as I've got well, much bigger problems been. than that. Just <laughs> yeah, let me go exactly. with it. At least it was one of the uh, players that actually tried last season. Happy Bay. Bay. Happy Bay. Monday, Tuesday, Happy Bay. Pre-season friendly. Against Huddersfield. Were they, yeah. Maybe Huddersfield were laughing at their shocking Solero-style kit. They were wearing that kit as well were, in that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, won, yeah. I think, um, but I think our academy side wears that quite a lot as well. And they've won every match in it as well. So it might be a lucky shirt for us. Yeah, that's how it works. Because that's how it works. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you going to get one, Pete? No, I no. think How many people have got them so far? Luke? Three. Apparently yeah. three people turned up and they're already on 20% off. Yeah, this is when they, <laughs> this is when they officially unveiled them, isn't it? Three Newcastle Pete, if we got Newcastle United to send you one, would you wear it in every photo shoot? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> you have to I'll have the full kit with free. shin pads. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the story ever about the Crystal Palace game. No? Where I went with Pompey away to Palace once. <laughs> And uh, I was in the, obviously in the uh, in the way end, and I was sat, and I was sat next to my mate on the left. On the right hand side, I was this kid who about sixteen, and uh, he, he's old enough to know better. By the way, yeah, yeah. he had a full Pompey kit on, yeah, shirt, shorts, socks. Uh, AstroTurf trainers, yeah, and down this front he had two f- mobile phones for shin pads. Oh my! <laughs> mobile phone. It, yeah. it sounds as if. Um... Because Sellers Park isn't the best of grounds. It sounds like you, you were on the bench. It's kind of yeah, that yeah, close to the action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Portsmouth, what, this this coming season, are only going to have about 13 yeah. registered players. Well, we've got so. David Nugent, so that he can do it on his own. Well, so. he counts as five, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, Him and Hayden Mullins. Yeah, that's all, that's yeah, all you yeah, need. No, that's very true. It's mm. very true. Um, but the other new, Newcastle friendly, they were uh, played Darlington, didn't they? They won 7-2. And Dean Windass representing his Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah he's got a penalty and uh, one from Orton play as well. But let's not forget that Sean will be repeated that uh, particular I mean, got two. feat. He got two. Did he? Do you Gu- think, uh, Gutierrez got his first goal and it was a peach. Do you think R&B <laughs> superstar Shadow Amiobi is likely to get more of a shout now? <laughs> so, hey, Amiobi and Gutierrez <laughs> scored. In the same game, is this like something like a different dimension? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, it's, it's, it's taken Newcastle to get relegated for for Amiobi to find his level. Yeah, yeah. it's because he just refuses to leave. Yeah, and he's also much older than he's supposed to be. Yeah, why is Gutierrez still there? If he, I mean, he's that's well, yeah, they, just can't, they just can't sell him. He apparently, said he wants to leave, apparently yeah. the Huddersfield uh, uh, Huddersfield match, there was like representatives from five different clubs. From no. Arsenal to Sheffield Wednesday. Did his agent not come out and say that um, they've he's, he's made inquiries on behalf of his client, in quotes, but no Premier League club has been forthcoming? Pompey will have him. We'll have anyone. <laughs> we will have anyone. I don't know, yeah. You could offer, like, a penny and they'd take it just to get it off the wage. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they've got, like, 15 players over 50 grand a week, and maybe a couple mm. less than yeah. that now. But one thing I was going to say, you know um, the guy you were telling me about, um, the new Shola Amiobi, Noel Ranger? Yeah, I saw him in a photo shoot the other day, and mm. in, in a, in a, in a, on the internet, and he's got um, he's got a dollar tattoo on his hand. Oh dear! He's got, on his hand, oh. he's got a massive tattoo of a dollar. He's got like a pound sign? sign shaved into his hair. I, I, he I just loves currency. He loves currency. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Very very good play. He, he scored four and four for England. He scored uh, yeah. sixteen and sixteen for Newcastle and 
nineteenth or whatever. He sounds like he should be working on the safari. Nineteenth after Ukraine. After Ukraine. Are they for the tournament? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Nile Ranger unconfirmed reports that he's got a a Greek drachma tattooed into on his back. Is that right? Yeah. Out of date, though. And Polish Zloty shaved into the back of his head. Oh, right. <laughs> he loves currency, yeah. That's very true. Um, John Terry looks as though he's perhaps not going to go to Man City now. Yeah, but I've made a tweet out myself, haven't I? Because I was saying he was going to go. No, well, you never said it. You actually were a bit more level-headed about the whole situation, Luke, on the last yeah. time. And you were saying that you're not surprised that... The, 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 well, I was playing a bit of devil's advocate because I'll say it's yeah. not as much of a no-brainer as, as what everyone was saying. That's all yeah. I was saying. Well, even Frank Lampard said it wasn't a no-brainer. Well, I mean, it's still well, he didn't say anything. Over, he didn't say anything. No, he he didn't come out and say, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. He's <laughs> probably Stop used it as a bit of leverage to get himself a better deal, hasn't he? I would have thought so. But I, I think that um, what I was going to say was, like, he he's his last chance to get a big contract, isn't it? Mm. So I, but I, mean, I don't know whether he was using it to get to sort of leverage a new contract. Maybe if you're at the same club for like ten years or whatever it is, maybe you want a new challenge or you want to do yeah. something different. It's and like also driving up to the stadium every Saturday. And also the reason because yeah. someone we <laughs> he wants ta- to get the train exactly. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, all of us. I, I remember, and and it was like, why is he signing Terry for such amount of money when he could sign like Carvalho instead yeah. or something? But it was obviously because it's obviously because he's got a lot of big personalities at City, so Terry would really galvanise those. Mm. Terry would be club captain. Away. And he's England captain, so it's a, like, politically yeah. it's a massive coup yeah, as well. Yeah. People yeah. would sit up and take notice a lot more, wouldn't they? Definitely. Shirt sales, it would give them more international mm. But John, I, I do think that John Terry is a good player, but he's one of those defenders who's good when he's got another good defender alongside mm. him. Sort of like... Um, so when he plays for England, he has Ferdinand, who's a great yeah, ball yeah, player yeah. and a half. When he's at uh, Chelsea, he has Carvalho, who's a fantastic defender. Yeah, it was the same with Gannis for a long time as well. It was. But when he's at the, when he's gonna, if he goes to City, Richard Dunn, Richard Dunn, mm. Michael Richards, Richard yeah. Dunn. He Richard had a Dunn. bad season last season, but yeah, he, he's, he was he's, a, he's decent. He's, he is a good player. If by decent you mean fat and slow, <laughs> I, I, I can agree with you. You're decent as well. Thanks. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Adebay- Adebayo's definitely gone there. That's all, he's gone. James Goodridden. He's got an obsession with uh, currency as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> yeah I mean, and, and crap celebration. There's, there's a sort of deafening silence from the Arsenal fans about him leaving. No one really cares. Um, <laughs> just as long as as long as Wenger actually replaces Which him. Which he won't. Saying all these things about, I don't think we need to replace him. I'll see how the preseason goes, see if we need anyone. It's like, how is having one less striker who no, scored but, 16 goals last season going to not be a step no, backwards? But Wenger yeah. think, thinks that he signed Eduardo. <laughs> yeah. he, he suddenly got Eduardo and uh, Rizitsky back. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Rizitsky's made of ham, as we yeah, discussed yeah, yeah. before. Nasri's made of wafer. Yeah, but Nasri's injured now, isn't yeah. he? As well. and and what's like, his name's made of chorizo. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think Danny Guitha would be the ideal replacement. <laughs> I think Hunter would be. Hunter, yeah, Hunter oh, would be good. I imagine as well. if they got Hunter, that'd be fantastic. There's also, um, they've also been linked with uh, Gignac, I think his name is, the French player. Oh, Chamac. Uh, no, that's that's a different. Oh, sorry, that different player. Is yeah, it? okay. Um, but I mean, they they. I really do think he needs to get a striker. And obviously, getting fucking defensive midfielder or sort of <laughs> a kind of all action midfielder is what he really really needs. Just players. Just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just I think yeah, anyway. yeah. anywhere you're fine at left back. Yeah. Don't get a left back yeah. anywhere else on the pitch. I mean, because it, it, Fabregas has got too much to do. It hinders his natural game having to sort of drop back into midfield and help out like he has. He, he just I, I just think, behind yeah, I just think these days when you're competing on so many different fronts and and, you, and like look at Manchester United, they've signed Owen. That was out of left field, but yeah. it makes perfect sense. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. And because it's no, it's no risk. But when they want to compete and try and defend the league and retain the Carling Cup and try and win the FA Cup yeah. and get one stage further in the Champions League they need to compete on all these levels Definitely. you're looking there's at 75 games next season you exa- know? absolutely yeah there's, there's no there's just there's obviously no money at Arsenal for whatever reason even though the board said he had 70 million to spend in January it's obviously just a lie mm-hmm. um, just, it's just but do you reckon bizarre. he means on everything that, that's everything <laughs> yeah. like, bus fare <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. I think, yeah, I even, think if, even if there was loads of money though they say, look we've got all this he got well I, I didn't see it yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. I, th- I think Wenger might go in for uh, Martins. Actually, he's always been a quite a vocal oh, yeah, fan of Martins, yeah. but it, yeah. it, it, it seems like the right time to probably do yeah. it. I guess. How yeah. old is Martins? Uh, Fifty-three. Yeah, yeah. I think. Talk yeah. of Sebastian Bassong as well, which would be a good sign. He's do a good need player. another yeah. defender. He's a good player. Um, for me, the the big transfer story of of recent footballing press is Samuel Eto'o. Leaving Barcelona, or allegedly leaving, he, he might well have gone by the time you hear this. But yeah. uh, talking of swapping Eto for Ibrahimovic plus thirty-five or forty-five million euros, somewhere in between there, and Chleb for a season-long loan. Mental. That Inter must be cracking up. They ca- yeah. Jose can't believe his luck. No, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. that's an outrageous. Samuel Eto <laughs> is the best striker in the world. Agreed. 
Just he's a best player. But I'll take it. Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Who do you think is? Who do I think is the best striker in the world? What out and out striker? Yeah. Yeah. Fernando Torres. Well, okay, but mm, uh, I, di- I disagree with that. Oh, I think fair enough. That's more. what I was talking about. Right. James. Sam Crouchy. Crouchy. Samuel Eto'o <laughs> is is one of the best strikers in the world. Easily. Oh, no doubt about it. He's a fantastic footballer. There's no he, doubt about that. But he is such a big part of that Barcelona front three. The mm. way he presses, you know, because yeah, he started. Well, I say he started. He was a big part of that pressing. You could see when Ronaldinho and Deco played there. He used to get fed up. People used to think he was a bit arrogant at times. Yeah. He used to throw his arms up in there. It's because they were a bit lazy. Yeah, you know, and he's he's so. I th- there must be a personality clash, maybe. Because Guardiola has actually said, I think it's time Samuel yeah, McDonald. Yeah. Uh, there must be yeah. some kind of. S- something's gone on there. Yeah. He, he, Eto strikes me as, uh, the moment, or sort of, certainly sort of towards the back end of last season, when he was having a good time on the field, obviously, but I think he feels a little bit put out. They tried to get rid of him. Yeah. And that he almost went, but no, it didn't, it didn't really happen. But, I mean, after this season, they, it's such a magical team that they've put oh, together. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be such a shame to see that broken three, up. That yeah. front three is one of the best forward lines in recent years. Mm. It'd be amazing to see what they could do if they stayed together for another season. That'd Definitely. be brilliant. See, I mean, obviously, Ibrahimovic is a brilliant player. Let's not sort but of underrate him. He's very different, him, though. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't think he's will... going to press from the front in that same way. No, uh, very different. But, I mean, Guardiola, you, you would imagine he knows what he's doing. You know, he's but Barcelona aren't short of cash, and Ibrahimovic, for my money, I know that he's got his critics and stuff. For my money, he's one of the, he could be the world's best player. So mm. if he's, he's top scorer in Serie A last season, okay, at European level, he's not really done it that well. But I don't actually think Inter's team, or, or their, certainly their sort of squad, can realistically compete in the Champions League. So mm. he's not got an awful lot of support, especially going forward. I remember when they when they got knocked out of the Champions League, wasn't he playing up front with Balotelli? You know, who's a young... Yeah. Adriano. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, but obviously he's moved on. Yeah, so... I, I just think that if they're going to sign someone, Barcelona, they, if money's not really an option, which it isn't for Barcelona, let's yeah, be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. then Ibrahimovic is, is, a, is a magnificent no, signing. Uh, Plus I mean, 45 million, though, is crazy. And Clever, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, just... who else can they get, though, who would be a replacement for Eto? A forward player? Well, Torres. Yeah. He wouldn't go, would he? Well, no. But that, I'm just saying that I think. Eto plus Ibrahimovic. Uh, Eto for Ibrahimovic. Reasonably, I think a straight swap. Okay, Barcelona are the ones instigating it, so they're going to have to put up a bit of money. Put up not that much. That's surely enough money to get him in the first place. Well, you would have thought so. And then then Kleb on a season loan. Yeah, they've signed Maxwell, haven't they? As well. Yeah, Maxwell's a very, really good player as well. Um, If Barca stack it next season, would you sort of pinpoint that as being a real turning point for? Because Eto is an absolute sort of guarantee of goals in big games. I mean, he scored in two Champions League finals. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And Ibrahimovic does have this sort of big game bottler label, yeah. which isn't fair, but, you know, it's... Yeah, I know you're saying. I, 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 there's there's something there. I think that Ibrahimovic needs to play for a truly big club mm. on a truly big stage. That's no disrespect. And have you mentioned I, that to him? I, well, I will the next time I see him, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's no disrespect to Ajax and Inter, but they're not realistically going to win the Champions League. Mm. Not at the moment. I wouldn't put Inter in the same bracket as Ajax. Well, no, you know the, I mean, in, Inter in Europe, they're, uh, they've just... Yeah, okay, I see really what you're saying. But Ajax are a strong, were a strong team in 1995. They're not a strong mm. team now. Yeah, well, he was there in 1995. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So, oh, okay, so, so Ibrahimovic needs to... Before everyone gives him all this sort of shit about being the sort of big game bot on this sort of stuff, I'm not saying you guys say that, but I think it's a fair... Yeah. People do say it. So it's a fair yeah, thing do, to say. They do, they do, But I, I just think that he, he, he would be one of those players who could really flourish with great players around him. And now you can mm. say that about any good player. You know, if Lionel Messi, who is, a, for my mind, the best footballer in the world, would he be... As the best footballer in the world at Inter, no. Mm. So you take my point. It does mean the players around him, and they may they have to adapt their system slightly, but it means the players around him mm. will be so much better. So he could probably flourish a, little, a lot, a lot more. Yeah. You know? and, and, it, and it is, it is, um, it is a difficult one because, like, just to pick up on what Pete was saying. Whatever Barcelona do next season, it's very likely to be a failure yeah. if you compare it to the yeah. season they've just had. Well, I mean, looking, looking at obviously the, the team building that Real Madrid have done, it's, it's. Fascinating now. It's, I think it swings it kind of in their favour. And if you, you sort of go hysterical and well, Spanish press, well, another yes. Spanish, I mean, another Spanish side who have been building their team, are Real Zaragoza. They've got <laughs> yeah. Jermaine Pennant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done to Jermaine, another Englishman abroad. Yeah. yeah. This podcast is being listened to. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, just want, if we ever stop doing this, I'll just be worried we won't no, no longer be influencing the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Thank you, Tim. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, brilliant. I, I'm really pleased, and he's. he's Sounded really upbeat on the interviews. Yeah. Looking forward to getting stuck into the culture as well as obviously the football. I think it's a fantastic move. You know, Zaragoza newly promoted there, and they're a big side. You know, they they shouldn't have been relegated. You know, a club that size, and so they're back. Mm. They're trying to build. Um, they've got him. Spanish league's quite open as well. Yes, they could realistically do well. 
Yeah. It's weird how yeah. it all goes in the cycle, like Platt and Gascoigne and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, like, say, yeah. Like, ten years ago, and it's sort of coming round again. Well, hopefully. The hopefully. league isn't possibly as strong as it was a couple of years mm. ago and stuff. And people uh, are, yeah, it's, it's very cyclical, very cyclical. It's good that we've got players going out abroad that aren't, like, megastars. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. That's, yeah. that's really, really healthy. I mean, you look Absolutely. at a player like um, Arteta... Obviously, yeah. he doesn't yeah. get in the Spanish side, and it's really, really helped his career to go abroad. And Absolutely. hopefully, the Absolutely. same will happen. Oh, I feel sorry for Arteta because he's a great player. He's, he's not going to get in that space. But the trouble is, though, yeah. they're so blessed with midfield. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. You, you can't blame that. No, but fair play to It'd be interesting to see how he gets on. I mean, the cynic in me would say that he's, there's a lot of tax reasons why he's gone there, but I'm not going to have a pop. <laughs> me included. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a sort of can't have a pop at him when we've sort of been asking because he, he didn't. He turn down Real. Pat was supposedly Madrid, yeah, yeah, so at least he's sort of seen the. Oh, he turned well. down Athletic. Atletico Madrid was it? Okay. No, but he also did turn down Real Madrid oh, okay, in January, right. didn't he? Okay, crazy. Yeah, but I think that he's never going to get a game much for yeah. Real. Julian Faubert went to Real Madrid. That was a strange. Yeah, wow, yeah, and he yeah. fell asleep on the bench, didn't he, in one of their games? <laughs> yeah, that's how relaxed he was. <laughs> <laughs> that's how sure he was he wasn't going to get, get a game. On, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, no, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, Australia's favourite son um, had a trial at Blackburn recently. I refer to Christian Vieri, of course. Um, he didn't get in, but I just found that fascinating. Well, he's, I don't think it's not he didn't get in. I think it's he, he just sided against it. Oh, did he? He went. He, he went on thirty six. This. I'm sure I was going to offer him a contract of some description, but he went on holiday well, to Sardinia instead. <laughs> which is a, which, which we'd all do. That's yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, didn't you say something about his his, his neck? Would He'll it, get it, neck ache. Yeah, from the long <laughs> Look at those balls there. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I loved the quote from Stephen Warnock when he said <laughs> he was talking about um, Vierian training. He said he's a very strong player and very awkward to play against. He could be a good addition. I just never thought I'd see the day where a uh, Blackburn Rovers player would be referred. To Christian Vieri as a possible good addition. Yeah. yeah. How I the, mean, uh, Christian, oh. Christian Vieri at Inter in his heyday, in his pomp, yeah. was the, <laughs> one of the, probably one of the most devastating strikers I've well, ever he was, seen. He was, he was the most expensive player in the world at one point. He was. Wasn't he? Was he 36 was. million or something like something that? Something like that. It was a pittance. He's played for a lot of, lot of teams in Italy, hasn't he? Mm. I, I know that he had a bit of a sort of torrid spell. I mean, it's not torrid because he's old now. He's like 36, isn't he? But mm. he was at Atalanta, I think, most recently. Was he at Fiorentina as well? He was he's done all of them. Yeah. He's played for so many Italian sides. He really has. He He played for Atletico Madrid. Did he? Yeah, he played out in Spain. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think oh, you're right yeah. there. Yeah, um, but I mean, the series, I mean, I, I, the, the news report I read. And sorry to sort of um, sort of go against what you're saying. I'm pretty sure he was going to be offered something. He decided against it. And now he thinks he may retire. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Actually, yeah. come to think of it, yeah. Um, right, uh, that's kind of that. Uh, Sven, a b- brief mention of Maradona to Pompey. Just the r- ridiculous. Okay. of the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke, a very. Uh, a famous man in the world of football has been linked to Portsmouth of yeah. late. Diego Armando Maradona. Yeah. Never going to happen. No, right. I never thought it would even be mentioned. Someone <laughs> just made it up. Haven't yeah. <laughs> they? That's that Arabian business website where they made up loads of stuff about City, didn't they? Yeah. He's really? going to be there. He's going to be there. Um, what was it now? Their their so they're ambar- they're ambassador or something around yeah. the world. But he's yeah. not going to travel far. <laughs> was he going to travel to Southampton? Going yeah. exactly. Entertain <laughs> it for like one second, which you shouldn't. It, what, you know what has Maradona even done since he still retired as a footballer? Exactly. What's he going to bring? Do you know what I mean? I can understand him doing that at Boca, where he's like his club he supports <laughs> yeah, and where he played. Yeah, yeah. He lo- What's, what relevance has he got? It's, People it's just won't believe him. And he is currently the Argentine manager. Exactly. Although he probably gets sacked from that. So. What, I mean, yeah. what, would, what, what do you do as an ambassador for, Paul, for Pompey? <laughs> Didn't the news story say he's going to persuade... Uh, David Villa and Kun Aguero to come to us. <laughs> That's like going to be his first sort of remit. <laughs> Why would you need them when, when as you pointed out, you've got the Nuge? The Nuge, yeah. Nuge. I mean, I mean Kun Aguero could probably fit in around They get on him. well, him, him and the Nuge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both good-looking lads as well. On the town, I think, exposing I think, themselves I think, on mobile phones. <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea, perhaps, is Maradona would just go on some world tour of Everybody Loves Me, and, and at the end he would go, In a oh, Pompey and, shirt. Yeah, yeah, basically. Or at the end he would just go, oh, and uh, buy a Pompey shirt. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah. And my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so... It's a, uh, it's, a, it's a silly piece of news, isn't it? A very silly piece of news. We've got Paul Hart as manager. <laughs> God, no disrespect to Paul Hart, but come on now. Do you not think you could work with him? I think there might be a bit oh, of... Yeah, tell you what, though. You wouldn't have thought Sven would have gone to Notts County now, would you? <laughs> no. He only bloody has, though, isn't he? He has. He has, you see. Strange. Apparently, isn't Notts County uh, next door to, to a Hooters bar? Yeah, the only Hooters in England. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of uh, women in Nottingham for him. Do you yeah. think he's demanded yeah. a harem in his contract? Yeah. Oh, if he's got any know. sense about me, would James? I think, you know, something we can all learn from. <laughs> <laughs> Luke wants a harem if we ever get popular. Yeah. Is that it? Of ladies. <laughs> <laughs>
think let's get that stipulation <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of ladies. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> should I say, I was thinking that, um, oh yeah, well, he's getting paid 40 grand a week, Sven, and that is a good lot of money. But he's even, even so, even so, right, he could earn more than that somewhere else, surely. Yeah. Um, that that is a week to a footballer's wage. Is, he's it? a director of football, isn't he? If, if there's one thing Sven likes more than a big lump sum of cash, it's not having a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Well, I think that's what we all share, James. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, let's, let's not be churlish. You know. <laughs> no, let's be churlish. Okay. He's a, he's a money grabbing wanker. <laughs> there you go. No, I like Sven. I do as well. I can't hate him. He's, he doesn't age either. Hey, no. I can't hate him. Why Mr. Is Burns. Because he's just, he's just funny, isn't he? Oh, well, yeah. He can't. He's a. He, he, yeah. Excellent. He's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he? He's a lovely little lad. Um, <laughs> he's a lovely little ex England man. Top little lad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you think about him? I think he's tall. Yeah, it's good. I once uh, sat. I was once watching. That's not a, an opinion, Pete. Is that the other reason? I was watching a celebrity football match at uh, West Ham's ground once, and uh, sat next to me was a Sven impersonator. He's going to be over the moon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah back work. in business, work, work again. Hey. Pro- Sven will probably get in to do his job. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's going to actually be quite a tough job for Oakson because in League Two, you know, it's it's not it's as silly. straightforward. It's as... silly, isn't it? But he he compared it to. He said that he's he started off in lower league Swedish football. Yeah, but that was when he—that was when he was only just starting out. He's one of those players, yeah. uh, not players, one of those managers where he's he not, did play lower league switch. Yeah, he did. But he's not going to be a sort of manager who can. No, he's not. He's not a Harry Redknapp. No, bargain no. basement sort of Allardyce style manager. No, yeah. basically they're just trying to use his influence, aren't they? Just hoping players. Yeah, of course, it'll raise the profile of the club. Won't yeah. it? He said it's the biggest challenge in, he's ever had in football. I mean, how right. can how can that be bigger than the England job? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's crazy thinking all these all these clubs that are getting just pumped full of cash. Like in ten years, the top four could be be made up of Man United, Man City, Notts County, and QPR. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I salute our new overlords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, under seventeen World Cup will be played in Nigeria. And Nigeria have been accused many times of uh, of of age cheating. <laughs> Um, but they've been very <laughs> successful. I think it's because they've been very successful at uh, international age group tournaments. Is it age cheating then? Sorry, I think you said age cheating. Age, you know. oh, age. Okay, sorry. I mean, technically, it's death cheating, isn't it? You kind of knock in a few years off you. But um, but but they've they've they're going to bring in MRI bone scans to test their ages. So I'll give no- Carney one. <laughs> <laughs> give him two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. So yeah, no, they're, they're bringing it in. I think uh, good. I mean, this is the Nigerian FA, isn't it? It's not FIFA getting involved. Well, in I think it, FIFA might have yes. shepherded them the in thing that is, direction. Because the thing is, if you think about it, if like someone like Carnu's lying a little bit back... How old do you think Carnu is then? About four, oh, he's 40. <laughs> you being serious? Yeah. Do you really think he's 40? Yeah. I think he's at least 38. But, what's he, he playing? He can't in? even move. What's he playing? <laughs> he says he's like 32. He doesn't need to move. He is, he is... I think he's 40. And one of the things I wanted to point out was, is that if... Carnu just lies about his age. Yeah. No mm. one's really affected by it apart from him. He just gets a bit more money. Yeah, but more I, think, I think Carnu would, would like to know too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here, obviously, when you've got certain age limits on players and, and professionals, yeah, cool. where you aren't actually eligible to play in a tournament yeah. when you're that when you're over age or whatever, then it's obviously more important. And if they're going to do that, uh, that's obviously not right. Uh, and it's, from what I've read about the story, it's um, something they've done voluntarily, isn't it, as well? Yeah, no, I, I think, well, I think so, but I think it's because they've been accused so many times. I think that they've been cornered into this and they've kind of gone, well, all right, well, we'll do this then to prove you all wrong. But there's basically no but way... Yes, of, if, but you're right, Carno is, is... There's no way on earth, right? Carno is three be, years older than me. Well, he's... <laughs> He is six foot six. He's going to take a toll on. They don't carry on growing until you die. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually his birthday's coming up, so he'll be a year older. Okay, so, so does that kind of settle three you? Three and a half years older than me. Yeah, he's off his head. I think it sets an ugly precedent. To be honest, uh, he's I not don't. president. I was going to say, <laughs> but inter- yeah, he would be a particularly <laughs> ugly president. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the vice president of Nigeria is called Good Luck Jonathan. <laughs> Get him in charge. Advice yeah, awesome. and a name, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, well done. My, to him. my favourite African name is, is Doctor Congo. It's a yeah. great name for a country. Yeah. Is he a real doctor? <laughs> <laughs> My lords, ladies and gentlemen, emails are served. <laughs> and that's a popular decision round here. I'm going first. OK, uh, this, far away. This is from Phil Brady. Mm. Hello. Uh, well, he hasn't said hello yet. 
Hello, Ramblers. Hello. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I jumped the gun. I just wanted to write in and say a quick thank you. That's okay. A couple of months ago, you mentioned on your show how most people in Ireland don't support any of their local clubs and generally follow English teams. This is true. The turnout for most Irish clubs is fairly poor and media coverage is minimal. However, what you said struck a chord with me. So I decided to go and see my local club, Bohemians FC. Good lad. They're the current Irish League and Cup champions. Glory Hunter. Why not? <laughs> I've never been before, and since my first match, I've become a diehard fan. I've been to every game since, home and away, and I love it. Brilliant. That's superb. Add <laughs> on you, Phil. In addition to that, the Bohemians have just drawn 1-1 away against Red Bull Salzburg of Austria in the Champions League qualifiers, and I'm even getting a taste of European football. So thanks for making the point that people should support a local team because it's done me the world of good. And I've not even made that up. That's a real email. Phil Brady. Good on you. Thank you very much, You're not in the Dean Windows Hall of Fame, but you get a round of applause. We're influencing football. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) On whatever way you look at it. (laughs) Football and chat, everybody loves it. The the, the football ramble saved the Irish leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Officially. Get a press release done. (laughs) Quick. Oi, and I'd like to say that's an away goal. White it Salt is, Spire. yeah. It's a good point. Uh, not yeah. a point. It's a good result. Yeah. Well, I feel sorry for Red. Uh, anybody who supports Red Bull, Salzburg. Yeah. What a terrible it's Red name. Bull New York as well, isn't it? There's loads oh, of Red oh, yeah, Bull. Isn't it, isn't it, apparently, it was it was Red Bull New York, but they changed it because Americans don't like that. They changed it to the New York Red Bulls. <laughs> That's true, that's true, that's true. I tell you what, old Julian Slobert, he wouldn't fall asleep with the old Red Bull. He wouldn't know. Bench, would he? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I reckon yeah. he would. <laughs> well, James, we, we, never we know. can but speculate. One in the eye for Mark, sleepy there. man. Yeah. Who's Peter, next? Pete. Peter, I'll, hit me. I'll, I'll do one then. Uh, it's a time year again. Uh, we've hit July. The new kits are out. Towards the end of it, you might say. Stuart Loosley's a little bit annoyed about it. He says, Ramble Boys. Uh, the new West Ham kit was revealed today. That was Monday. And I cried. It's flipping hideous. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Why have I wasted my money on this overpriced piece <laughs> of shit? Uh, what's more, I've ordered it with the name Ashton and a number nine on the back. And apparently, he's off to store. Are you 12? <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, he's hoisted by his own petard there, isn't he? I yeah. think I've got more questions for him than he <laughs> yeah, is for us. Yeah. <laughs> do West Ham never get any luck? I do hope we're not turning into the Claret and Blue 2 now. I mean, much love, Stuart. This is not to do with the luck of West Ham. <laughs> this is to do with you making a series of really bad decisions. <laughs> no, buy a kit you don't like, more yeah. than by Ray Winston, judging by the picture, I'm here to kill your monster. <laughs> Two, you've got your name on the back of your shirt when you're t- presumably over the age of 10, so that's a cardinal sin. And uh, three, you support West Ham, but we'll dust over that for now. <laughs> I'm here to kill your club. Yeah. <laughs> Are you having a fucking bubble, Giraffe? I don't, I don't think the kit's that bad. I, think I the quite like it. It's right. a little bit Sunday League. I like it. <laughs> that is a backhanded compliment. Ever no, no, no. It's, it's, something, it's just something a bit earthy about it. It's like wearing a string vest. Lovely. <laughs> so the earth! Sold the FB. Sold the Could they not get Rabsy Nisbet to bottle it? They got Ray Winston. <laughs> we won the World Cup and yeah. now we're so far out of our fucking manor. It's untrue. Hey, Ian, um, all Ian, to the craze. Let's all calm down. Ian um, from Lancaster County down. in the US of A on the Ooh. emails also mentioned uh, another awful new kit, the uh, Getafe. Oh, yeah, the Burger oh, King yeah. one. Yeah. The Burger King one, yeah, yeah. You pull the shirt over your head and it's got a Burger King on it. Yeah, it's got the picture of the Burger King, isn't it? That yeah, yeah, would be King over King your face. Burger. I wasn't aware that there was an actual Burger King. Oh, there Do is. you reckon the youth team have got like, the Burger Prince? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but I was just going to say, if you've got a large shirt and you're a little bit smaller than the average large Large yeah. S. Uh, yeah. It kind of you tuck it in. That's around your it's crotch a area. Your willy, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it's a face oh, willy. Face no. willy. And let's oh, not forget <laughs> the new Chelsea strip away strip as well. The the blue one. What? Yeah, the <laughs> blue away kit. The blue away kit. <laughs> what shall we put? I mean, oh. Why didn't they go for yellow and white? Like it could be anything but blue. And Spurs, <laughs> and Spurs yeah, brought out seven kits again this season. Uh, they right. seem to bring loads out. That's, the that's the only competition they'll win, isn't it? They've, got more, they've got more kits than defenders. <laughs> yeah. oh. Each defender can wear a different one. <laughs> We've slagged off pretty much every club in London. Yeah, now. yeah. Hey. Arsenal, 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 wankers. Yeah. Go on, Jimbo. I think you'll leave my next. Leighton Orient yeah. are incompetent. Perfidious Albion, my one. Rubbish. There you go, oh, don't, don't put them, don't put them down, Pete. James, hit okay, me. Don't have email. a go at chess. <laughs> I, I, was, I was never having a go at chess. Stop saying I was having a go at chess because I wasn't having a go at chess. You were. Drafts. Drafts. Um, right. Um, this is an email from a guy called Napoleon Solo. D- doubt it's his real name, but we'll, we'll let it Fucking good name. I'll tell you it what. Good I mean, one. Over the moon if that was my name. Oh, Napsaw. Yeah. I think it's named after an At The Driving song, though, James. Mm, Popular hardcore by the turn of the century. Yes, it they is. were hardcore. They were awesome. You're right. I saw them. 
Uh, saw their last ever gig, actually. But moving on. Well done. Hello, Ramblers. I was delighted to see Eusebio make it into the Dean Wendas Hall of Fame, mainly because I can confirm he is an absolute gentleman. Oh, it's good In to an hear. earlier life, I was a sports reporter on the Liverpool Daily Post when Wayne Rooney was cutting a swathe through Euro 2004. Oh, yeah. In reaction to that, I called in some favours, mainly from Mark Lawrenson, a columnist on the paper, and got a 10 minute phone interview with a great man, which is obviously Eusebio, not, not Lauro. Mark um, <laughs> How'd you get into a position where Mark Lawrenson owes you a favour? That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be. Call my thick hair. Yeah, chase me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was a regional newspaper journalist from England, 45 minutes later, Eusebio and I were still chatting. He answered all my no doubt in name questions with good grace, proper answers too, and he was delighted when I said I was from Liverpool, as he had fond memories of playing at Goodison Park in the 1966 World Cup. Yeah, all in all, yeah. a proper gent and a true legend. Oh, I nice bloody love Eusebio. That's wonderful. Yeah. I actually, a friend of mine told me a little story about... Um, Eusebio. Well, it's more about his mate, actually, but it involves Eusebio. Mm. And uh, his friend Steve, um, for some reason or other, he can't work this out, and nobody can, especially not Steve. People take an instant disliking to him. He doesn't look like a, a, a nasty piece of work. He doesn't sound like one. He isn't one. He's a nice bloke. But for <laughs> some reason, there's this aura about him. People don't like him. When he goes out of an evening, people start at him and everything. And uh, he was at uh, England v Portugal at Wembley uh, when it was 3-0, and uh, Shearer scored that. Absolute peach. And Eusebio was giving autographs, and he was signing everyone's. He was going along the line, signing everybody's. And Steve was there trying to get an autograph. And he was he went up, and uh, Eusebio was signing. And he went, oh, Eusebio, can I have an autograph? And Eusebio just went, no! <laughs> so he's an excellent judge of character as well. Well, it would appear. That's amazing. It would appear. Speaking of uh, Matt Lawrence, check this out. Remind this fella, don't catch my wages, because he can't. He's absolutely hopeless. <laughs> what a mistake. <laughs> What, Pro what, Evo, what a it? bizarre quote yeah, what from does Pro that Evolution say? Soccer. He says, don't catch my wages. Don't catch my well, wages. Don't throw them Pro Evo has got been... some <laughs> mental commentary on it. There's one bit, I can never work out what it actually says, where John Champion goes, header or two! It sounds like, it sounds like it's saying header or two, but it's not, because it does it for all Header all or two? Players. It's, 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 <laughs> or is it saying header at two? Yeah. Christ knows. It's if anyone knows, let us know. Is it going for a header at two o'clock? Header at two? <laughs> got an appointment for a header. Right, what a, that's just mental. That Mark Lawrence thing. Do you remember that Mark Lawrence thing where he got caught on camera? Oh, Gives yeah, it a big and yeah. down the phone. Tell tell that bloke to come down here to see me tomorrow with all his medals and his trophies. Yeah. And I'll bring mine in a massive bloody great suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got one, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. The attack is doing their bit, but can the defence stay strong? <laughs> God. That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> Who can answer that? Well, we don't have time this, this week. Is it time for funny stories? It might be. It is. It's the funny stories. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'll go first again. Oh, will you? Oh, it worked. It worked. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um, right. Uh, Luke's going to go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pleasure. Um, I'm going to take you all. Close your eyes. Yep. I'm going to take you to another place. Yep. A place on a different continent in the southern hemisphere in South America called Bolivia. Ooh. Um, I've, I've been there. High and up. If I may, chaps, an unlikely sight in Bolivian football as Aurora Cochabamba's manager, Julio Cesar Boldavieso, allowed his 12-year-old son to make his debut in a league <laughs> game. Now, you've probably all seen this. But it, I think it's very interesting. I think it's something we should talk about. So, Coach Abamba were 1-0 down against La Paz when Boulder Vieso brought on his young son, Maurizio. The youngster wasn't well received and was immediately mowed down <laughs> by an opponent. <laughs> so he was just reduced straight away. That's I saw the highlights. Ridiculous. After receiving treatment, however, Maurizio uh, returned to the pitch with an ovation from the fans. And although he couldn't turn around the result, he does become the youngest player ever to make his debut in South American soccer. He turns 13, I think, this week, I think. Mental. He's, he's quite a big lad, and he was wearing number ten as well, which yeah. is absolutely massive time. I just don't he's wearing number ten at the age of twelve. To even be on the bench, I mean, presumably A he was on the bench, B he was registered. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. It's I'm bizarre. I'm Nepotism. assuming a lot, just yeah. that, you know, in thinking that there even are rules in, <laughs> in South American football. But yeah. surely you just can't play a twelve-year-old player. I remember Portsmouth when Andy Orford made his debut for Portsmouth. I think he was fifteen, and I think he was on schoolboy forms. But I think mm. he was he could play. He was registered with the. That and stuff. I mean, that is, you know, we've all played Sunday football, oh, picking manager's son. Yeah, that is yeah. just yeah. the nth degree. <laughs> imagine, imagine if your dad was a manager of, like, United. Get the but game. after he got reduced, uh, arised, um, he did try and slap 
um, one of the players. He did. Oh yeah, kicked he did, off, didn't he? Have yeah. you seen it on YouTube? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But what is the, Got what, some balls about him then. Why, why reduce him as soon as he comes on? How dare you be half my age? But it's, a, the, <laughs> you know. it's a bit of an ethical problem, isn't yeah. it? Because he's obviously he's, he's he's man enough to play. His manager surely if it's his dad. On one hand, he's being nepotistic. He could argue, but at the same time, yeah, he, you could he, argue but that. But at the same time, he's still putting his son potentially in danger. Yeah. And if he's got a, if he's a good player with a lot of potential, he doesn't want to see his leg broken by a big actual man. Yeah, but as James yeah. said, yeah. James, we are talking about. Bolivian football, there are no rules in Bolivia. There's a place it, it, in Bolivia where you can go and, and it's, it's near one of the mining towns and you can buy the only two products this place sells are dynamite and 100% booze. Why? What, what do you think is going to happen? Pure one thing yeah. is going to lead to I accidents for the other. This. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why Stella? Sure. You know what? Why go for the whole hog there? It, it didn't it, in the YouTube clip. It didn't look like he affected uh, the game in a positive or negative way. But then the level of football didn't look that high. No, to no, be no, honest, no. it was no. a but the pass. Slow. The pass is the capital of the blue. Yeah, yeah it is. Well, yeah. the unofficial, unofficial oh, okay. is really the capital. Yeah. James, I believe you've got one. For I us. do. Right. Listen to this. Coventry well, City striker Freddie Eastwood has been ordered to pay more than £1,500 after rubbish belonging to him was found dumped in a lane. Huh. Eastwood appeared before Stafford magistrates after rubbish, including carpets, prams and shoe boxes, was dumped in Red Lane, <laughs> Gospel End, Sedgley. The letter was traced to Eastwood by South Staffordshire District Council officers who found electricity bills and bank statements addressed to the footballer among the refuse. How many prams does one man need? Yeah, well, <laughs> why is that prams plural? And why isn't Mental. he filing those bank statements? And why isn't he filing those prams? Shoe boxes. <laughs> oh, Freddie Eastwood. Apparently, yeah, just some bloke no, 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 turned up in a van, didn't he, and offered him, no, said, yeah, if you he, give me 125 quid, I'll get rid of your rubbish for you. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Mental. <laughs> do you think that's how life works? <laughs> Apparently. I don't get, just go down to the dump and get Whatever happened to You're the s- age-old father and son tradition of going to the tip? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Well, it's gone. Or having a bin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gone. That's uh, Strange. He would usually have just started a fire, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burn it. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, you have the, the final one. Well, I'm taking you from uh, Coventry or Bolivia to the J-League. Japan oh. is where How international league... are we to that? Well, amazing. Well international. Oh, la, la. Uh, the president of the Japan Football Association, the JFA, for you... Uh, acronym uh, fans. An, an <laughs> not a proper an acronym, acronym, actually. No, a proper not. acronym has to make another word. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that does. Just pedantry fans. Either way, either way. The president, uh, Motowaki Inouaki, has uh, slammed the country's J-League as boring. He says, that, <laughs> he says that he's obtained data showing that Brazilian soccer players shoot 60 times more often than their Japanese counterparts. Where has he obtained this data? Well, he said he was Did in- someone just informed, pull up in a van? He said he was I've got some fo- stats for you. Do you want your rubbish burn? Yeah, it was Eastwood. Yeah. He, he, he said he was informed by the Brazilian FA that players in that country have taken around 300,000 shots at goal before turning professional. How can you possibly monitor what? that? What happens if they're a defender? <laughs> Uh, Surely a defender's a strong No, he's, talk- he's comparing Brazilian and Japanese players. Well, he, 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 said, right. he said here in Japan it's only about 5,000. That's 60 times less. At a young age, players aren't used to shooting. That's why the J-League is boring. Oh. There are not enough shots on goal. That's the own, it's, the own, it's his own FA saying that as well. Mm. He, he's <laughs> after Seth Blatter's job. <laughs> well, he's going to get it. He's, he's got seen, the mental part tied down. Yeah, mm. he seems to have the right personality. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> not sure, I'm not sure I even believe in Set Blau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, uh, the president of the JFA the did um, say last last month that Japan could reach the semi-finals of next year's World Cup. It, it beggars belief. What well, I mean, the, has he just worked mind? out how the how the competition works? <laughs> oh, hang on, oh, wait. Yeah. Feasibly, we could go all the way. <laughs> they don't shoot, though, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why they've got that Brazilian guy to play for them. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Just, there's, loads, there's loads of Brazilians, Brazilians and Japanese. Yeah, there is. There is, there is, there is, 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 is they, it Santos, his name? Yeah, he yeah. actually plays for Japan. Yeah, he does. Yeah. They need to bring an in, really, don't they? Yeah, oh, they this piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant for, to play an anchoring midfield role. Oh, no. <laughs> Being lethal with his shot. Bit beyond him now. I saw him play for Wolves in towards, let's say, in the twilight of his career. And he was unmitigated shit. <laughs> he, he just was ordering everyone else around. Hi, I'm Gary Lineker. This is the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Can there be such a thing? Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And this time we have a football team going in who go by the name of FC Start. Now, you might not have heard of them, but they <clears throat> were one of the teams that participated in the infamous death match. Which happened in the World War in World oh, yeah. War Two mm. with the Nazis. That's right, yeah. But let me give you a bit of background before we uh, we get on to that. You have to go back to kind of 1930s uh, Soviet Union, and football was becoming very, very popular indeed, and particularly in Ukraine. And their strongest team was Dynamo Kiev, 
which of course we've all heard of now. But in 1941, the season was interrupted as the Germans invaded. So uh, a lot of the Dynamo Kiev players and, and all the other football teams, they, they all got split up, of course, because they went off to fight. Um, some stayed behind uh, in the civil defence uh, in the city. And some, of course, were, were taken as prisoners of war and, mm. and all sorts of things. All sorts of nasty things like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, a little bit time later, the goalkeeper of, of Dynamo Kiev, Mikola uh, Trusevich, when he returned to the city after being in the uh, Soviet or the Red Army, uh, he got a job at Bakery Number no. Three, which was owned by uh, a guy who was a big fan of Kiev. And uh, part of the reason why he gave him the job there was because he, he knew he was the keeper. So he Do- yeah. does sound like a trendy Hoxton bar. Yeah, uh, bakery, bakery number, number three. three. It doesn't sound like a, a war torn city. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course it was very different to that. So um, so the, the goalkeeper Trusevich um, went about the city because he thought, well, let's get a team together. Um, and and so he went around and see how many of his old teammates were he could find, and they, they hadn't been taken as prisoners of war and were were knocking about, so to speak. Mm. So um, they managed. Managed to form a team together, and they called themselves FC Start. And there was eight players from uh, Dynamo Kiev, and there was a few from another local team called Lokomotiv Kiev. And uh, they played their first game in 1942, summer of 1942. They played their first game, uh, and they played uh, the first game was against uh, Hungarian garrison. They won seven two. Um, they played against a Romanian garrison. They won eleven nil. They played against a, a military railroad workers team. They won nine one. Uh, again, other, decent. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm. They played another German side six nil. Hungarian side five one three two. And they played um, Flakelf, who were a German Luftwaffe team, and they won five one. Now, bearing in mind all these guys were seriously malnourished. Yes, yeah, you know, incredible. They're playing against army teams. They're probably well fed and well. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, as we saw in the last profile as well. Like when you look at the Hungarian army side, army sides are actually. They're pretty decent. decent yeah, yeah, totally, but then, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So they started wiping the floor of all these teams, and suddenly the city is kind of... They were almost like a little beacon of hope in the city. It was kind of like, my goodness, some of our boys are kicking the crap out of the local occupying troops, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was quite amazing. And, and the sheer gall to turn up and beat and hammer your, the, the troops that are occupying you and holding yeah. you at gunpoint, you know? Brilliant. It's just incredible, you know? It's a hell of a super Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. And so um, the, 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 the Nazis grew aware of FC Start's victories and thought, oh, my goodness, we're getting hammered here. We can't have this. We can't have this. They can't have this. They can't have Nine! Exactly. And it was. They did get nine in one game, Jim. Right. So, oh, good. Thank nice. you. Um, and so the German Luftwaffe team, Flakelf, they said, right, we're going to give you a rematch and we're going we're gonna to get this sorted. And so th- they previously beat the side 5-1, but that was kind of, you know, brushed under the carpet. Yeah. They thought, well, we don't want that getting out, you know, yeah. so we'll, we'll do them and then that'll be the end of them. So um, they played them at uh, Zenit Stadium, which is in Kiev, not to be confused with Zenit St. Petersburg, of course. So Zenit Stadium, which is in Kiev. And uh, and there you had, as, uh, once again, you can't stress enough, the German Luftwaffe team, these big, you know, well-fed very fit soldiers yeah. and probably decent players, as you say, James, because these military sides they knew what they were doing um, against you know these malnourished uh, guys who worked at a baker's, you know, previously of Dynamo Kiev players and, and other teams. So um, it was hugely hyped in the media, and posters were all around the city, and uh, and it was and, and, and like they had local fans there, the people from Kiev watching the game. It, it was huge. Um, there's reports of uh, the referee being a little bit dodgy, but uh, apparently the referee said before the game, "I am the referee of today's game. I know you were a very good team. Please follow the rules. Do not break any of them, and greet your opponents in our fashion." Oh, so that, that's is, the uh, what Nazi he said to the, to the FC Star. He said that to the Awful. FC Star players. Yeah, they must have been told that, that it is in their interest to lose the game. Well, yeah. I think so. Yes, I don't think you see. There's a lot of myth that's around this death match. I think yeah. some people think that they were dragged off in their kits and, and killed. killed and all that. That, that didn't happen. Um, there, the, a lot of the myth has been kind of mixed up with the truth. But but certainly, yes, it would have been in their interest to lose this game because here you have a big game um, against the occupying forces, against, you know, the local guys. Yeah, yeah. And the, and, and the local guys, you know, this is all propaganda stuff. We're well, in front really. of loads of people as well. So. Exactly, and this is all propaganda stuff, you know. I mean, people don't like to lose a football match in, anyway, in this day and yeah, age, yeah. you know, let alone when it was when this kind of stuff. So of course the the, the German team um, did uh, did the um, the Nazi salute and the and the Heil Hitler shouts. And the FC Start players were told to to respond and do the same thing, but they didn't. They they uh, they did their Soviet slogan, which um, was kind of it doesn't really translate so much, but it's kind of like a, a, a like a celebration of physical culture. Yeah, physical strength. The exactly, robot. Yeah. 
Sorry? Yeah. It's the robot. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a pretty brave move. You've got to give them gotcha. credit. Well, because even the England players in 1937, when they went to Berlin and beat them, they did the Nazi salute. You know? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, again, the show's their kind of bravery, whatever, yeah. whatever you might want to call it. So, anyway, the game uh, kicked off. And uh, as you could imagine, it was quite a physical game. The German guards went a goal up. But um, the equalising goal, apparently... Um, was a, it's described as a stunning set piece from ridiculously far out. It was just hammered in from a, from a free kick, which sent the the home crowd into raptures. And then uh, apparently they have a very talented winger called uh, Goncharenko, and he he just roasted the whole of the flak elf <laughs> uh, defence and tapped in. And then a third happened, and, and the Ukrainians were loving this. Yeah, they were absolutely right. loving it half time because it complete uh, escapism. Yeah, from absolutely. the situation, you know, here real they were. defiance. Well, complete. Yeah. Well, absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. Um, again, it's it's uh, suggested that FC Start had a little uh, unwanted visitor at halftime, mm. suggesting that oh, again, really? Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, apparently he couldn't make it. But um, yeah. again, it was kind of suggesting that it might be within their interest not to uh, not to win. Um, but it didn't happen. They ended up winning five three. That did FC Start. So both sides scored twice again in the second half. And towards the end of the match. Um, Klemenko, who was one of their one of their defenders, he roasted like half their team, and he rounded the German goalkeeper. And this was right at the end of the game. And instead of just tapping it over the line for the goal, he didn't even score. He just booted the ball up the other end. They're actually taking the piss. That is can you brilliant. imagine that doing the? You've got the Nazis around. Can you imagine the pitch. that in any game? Well, in yeah, any game, yeah. especially when you know you could be in real trouble for mm. doing that kind of thing. It pees on the uh, Iranian armbands, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're in serious trouble. Absolutely, mm. but um, but apparently at the end of the game, um, it, it was actually th- th- there was mm. uh, handshakes and they had a photograph together, both sides. I, I don't think it was as ill-fated as perhaps. Yeah, but, but I would argue suggests. that the other team, that the Nazi German team, probably wouldn't. Being the ones cheerleading for them to be shot for doing, well, that. No, it'd be, I it'd be the big so. decision makers, wouldn't it? I wouldn't have yeah. thought so, but I think I think the uh, photograph um, is on Andy Dugan's book, uh, defending the honour of Kiev, which is all about this. That's further reading, is that it? That is further reading, and that is my book of the week. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that'll tell you uh, a lot more in detail. But uh, but the team became a real beacon of hope for the city, and a week later, um, they uh, they beat another one of the the military sides eight nil. <laughs> so, um, so all in all, they they played nine, they won nine, they scored fifty eight, and they conceded ten. I believe is their record. I mean, not bad, That's not amazing. bad at all. You know, hundred percent record. Yeah, which is is absolutely incredible. Now, the, again, the myth: what happened to the players after that? It's not entirely sure. Some some kind of guys will tell you that that. Some people will say that the Gestapo turned up at the bakery and had a list of names and was like, mm. right, you're, you're coming with us. I think more likely was that just the way that the, the ghastly regime was, that they just happened to get sent to labour camps and, 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 and all that sort of horrible business. It's and, just unimaginable. Oh, it? completely. And, and, uh, and a few of the guys died in these labour camps, but a few did um, manage to return to Kiev. The last one didn't die until sort of relatively recently. 96, I think, right, okay, the last okay. guy um, died. But uh, a few of them did survive. Um, and then Kiev was recaptured by the Red Army in uh, 1943. But um, unfortunately, though, again, so their guys are back in, but they regarded the FC Start players as collaborators for having played against the Germans. So, so they so can't win. They can't win. So they story- can't win, and they have. Well, yeah, <laughs> they won on the pitch, but <laughs> outside the pitch, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and their stories were exploited to suit the ideological needs of, of the Soviets. So you, you've got one ghastly regime <laughs> taken over from another. Yeah. It's, just, Pawns. it's, it's Pawns. ridiculous. But, but fortunately, the death match um, and the FC Start came to public attention in 1958 in the uh, Evening Kiev newspaper. And that's when the, the story started to come out, you know, of FC Start and its struggle against the, and the Nazi occupiers. And, uh, and, the po- and the story became widely popular uh, in the Soviet Union, especially in Ukraine. And it was quite romanticised. And these guys were real kind of he- heroes, heroes, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, and, and there were a couple of films um, that, were, that were made called Third Time and, and The Match of Death. And uh, a sculpture has been uh, put up in the, ki- in, ki- in the stadium in Kiev, um, which was called Zenit Stadium, but now it has been renamed to Start Stadium. That was oh, in cool. 1981. So the stadium awesome. is named after them, which That's is awesome. absolutely fantastic. And the romance of this story was not lost on Hollywood, gentlemen, you'll be pleased to know. Oh, uh, because, okay. you might not know this, but this story was the inspiration 
for a little film called Escape to Victory. I did not know that. <laughs> there you go. Thought you were going to say goal. <laughs> <laughs> when Saturday comes. Yeah, yeah. Sean Bean, yeah. Goal yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Don't be silly. <laughs> Mike Bassett, England manager. <laughs> Abstract. I yeah. said Hollywood, gentlemen. Oh, yeah, true. Um, That's amazing, So they just turned it around and made it Allied soldiers mm. instead of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sylvester Stallone in goal. Look at the ball. But, yeah, so that is um, a very sort of a brief... Uh, Look well, at the, if, the, if the story any, of FC Stars. If any team or individual or anything deserves to be in the Dean Winners Hall of Fame yeah. more... On, bra- like on bravery. Yeah, I'd like to know about very, it. Very, yeah. very On, 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 on footballing talent, on bravery, on sheer goal, the lot. In you come. In they come. FC Stars. Come on. Welcome. We, we give you a salute. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble for this time. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. We have a myspace.com forward slash football ramble. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we have our website, of course, which is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Bye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Lukey. See you later. Uh, we're all off fly tipping. Cheers. Remind this fella, don't catch my wages, don't catch my wages, don't catch my wages, don't catch my wages, don't.